yeah, ah, uh, yeah. We are back at the podcast table. Uh, 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 are we making our own intro music now? Ticket, 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 yeah. Ticket, ticket, ticket. Wow. You call it straight and what? You know? Oh my god. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Jenna Julian podcast. Office, already in office, right? It was like three seconds in. That's got to be a new record. Uh, we are back with a new podcast. My hair is crushing it today. It is. Well, it was up in that, like, on top of my head ponytail last night. It looked good. I like that. Your hair is brought to you by Innovation, and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, Squares- I'm wearing a Squarespace shirt. Perfect. Squarespace.com for some of the best websites you can make by yourselves. You don't need anyone. You just make it. It's very pretty, very good-looking websites, professional, and they have 24-7 support. Yeah, you can make it yourself, but if you do need someone, they have 24-hour customer service. Like personal help. So, help. I wish I had 24-hour personal help. I want 24-hour help. With everything. Enter JJ at checkout, and you get 10% off your own website. So check out squarespace.com. Thank you, Squarespace, for sponsoring us. Always. All right. Um, well, first of all, Oh, I, I want to um, say that I hope you guys uh, like the way we look this week. I've been going through um, some, I guess watching. you could say trial runs with this camera and certain color profiles, but I think I might have found one that works. So let me know. Um, yeah, we've changed the look of the podcast a lot. <laughs> quite a bit. Like if you look on the YouTube channel, just, we're like we have sitting like, in front of laptops. Like well, we have phases. Like, right. Yeah, but... um. I, yeah. I particularly like the phase where we were using that little handheld camcorder and well, then, one of us was always out of focus. <laughs> but like one of us was like violently out of focus. Like <laughs> the, one person was crisp and then the other person you couldn't even like see. It was like they were blurred. Hey man, all that matters is that we're just, we're doing it ourselves. Doing it live. Make something fun. Who cares if it's one of cool. us is violently out of focus. It's pretty cool that we've, that we've come pretty far from, yeah. from starting the podcast. Well, that, the best part about that was that you just use your imagination as to what the other person looks like. <laughs> it's like... Is Jenna with Julie in this podcast or is she just with another guy? Because we'll never know. I heard you listening to the Sarah Palin, Billy Ray Cyrus podcast the other day. Dying laughing. We were so stupid. It is funny in hindsight. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I can't can't believe believe we we did that. I can't believe we did it either. A whole podcast in character like that. Or, well, they did it, but, uh, I mean, ideally, I think we, we want to have a cooler background than just fucking styrofoam because or, or um you know soundproofing because it's just kind of boring to look at but also maybe like down the line we'll have some sort of green screen with a graphic or something i don't know something one more step interesting at a time well we we've been taking like yeah yeah one little baby step at a time first i want to make us not look completely busted why is there a fly in the podcast room <laughs> this place is supposed to be quarantined this is going to be distracting he better fucking settle i don't know isn't that Bames? That's that's not Bames. Like Bames, is ke- Bames is kept. Mock okay? does my makeup, and uh, there was a fly in the room, and Julian was being Mock, and I was like, oh, there's a fly. And he's like, yeah, that's my pet. His name is Bames. <laughs> Bames the fly. I mean, this isn't Bames. Bames, Bames is way better behaved. Mm, okay. Got it. GTFO, you Bames impersonator. Anyway, today we wanted Bames. to... Uh, I thought it would be a fun podcast topic to discuss and kind of like... I guess reminisce or just look back on some of the old jobs we've had. Both I know. Growing I thought up for sure that we had done this. We before. haven't done a we dedicated haven't. podcast. I think we might have touched on it in certain podcasts, but I, we haven't had. Oh my god, this is going to drive me nuts! Stop looking at him. Okay. Stop looking at Bames. It's not the, Bames. The Bames imposter. Yeah. 
It's like, it's like an Elvis Presley in Vegas. He's one of those babes. In Just Bosnia. kill him. By the end of the podcast, kill him. That's your objective. If you want to podcast alone, I'll hunt him down. It'll be like that episode of Breaking Bad. The whole episode is dedicated <laughs> to killing one fly. I mean, you should probably get a weapon ready. That's all you can do. Oh, he came so close to you. Oh my god, he's like he's rubbing it in my face. For that, for those of you guys listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, I'm sorry. There's a fly <laughs> in our room, and it's really fucking annoying. Yeah, what if this whole podcast is just us talking about where it is and its current status? Then you'd be really frustrated if you're listening and not watching. <laughs> or would it be like a riveting horror story? Because you don't know what's happening next. Yeah, it's yeah horrifying. It could be one or the other. If just you hear a loud slam too, it's probably me knocking. It. Oh, he's right there. Oh, all right. You oh, know what, girl. Jenna? Oh, you start talking about jobs and shit. I'm going to grab. <laughs> Julian's re- like, he's not going to be able to focus. And you that. unplug your headphones. Oh, here we go, man. Um, yeah, we should talk about our old jobs, but like starting in order from earliest to most recent. Yeah, I like that. I like and, that. And because I used to have some funny stuff or some weird stuff. What For was sure. like, oh my God, Julian. For sure. Oh, he's re- he's got a magazine right now. Why did you fold that? I was keeping that. Julian. Hey, there's coffee all over it. Okay, you weren't keeping it. <laughs> yes, I was. It was. It's a magazine that Mikey Piff sent me from SiriusXM, and there's like a tiny little picture of me in it. So I kept it because I keep that kind of thing. It's nice. It's exciting. And this motherfucker's using it to kill a fly. It's over here. He's in front of the lights. He's over my head. Oh, my God. Julian, I swear. Oh, okay. No, all right. Oh, he's over here. Oh. Okay, this podcast has digressed. (laughs) Julian, Julian, you better get him. I'm trying. He's so fast. Oh, my God. He just, like, Michael Jordan jumped across the room. I think I got... Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, you mother... Oh, it's over my head. It's over my head. It's over my head. I need a good angle of the room. Mm. So what was your first job? Okay, so here here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you about some of my first jobs, and Julian is going to narrate his fly activity in the background. Oh, he's up top. Oh. Got him! Yeah, he I did. <laughs> Yay! Good work, Julian. Ew, ew, why are you bringing him over I'm here? showing... Ew! Put him away! This motherfucker is gone. Goodbye, ew. sir. Okay, all right, you know... All right. <sighs> Sit the fuck down. We going to the moon. You thought that shit was going to take an hour fly? <laughs> There's a vine. The guy's name is Meech on Mars, I think. Meech on Mars. He goes, You guys, Ms. you're Frizzle, welcome for Ms. doing Ms. Frizzle, are we there yet? He goes, Sit the fuck down. <laughs> we going to the moon. You thought that shit was going to take an hour? Oh, that's such a good vine. It's that's like one vine. of my top five favorite vines. Agreed. Anyways. Okay. So I think one of my first real jobs, because I was a babysitter and stuff for a while. One of my first real jobs that I got, I think I was 15. I got a job at a day spa. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, you know, they do facials and massages and waxing. And I would go there like a few days a week after school from like three to six or something like that. Like not... It wasn't like a six-hour shift or anything. It was an afternoon, but to me, it felt like for fucking ever. And I would also get so ravenously hungry, and they would have, like, Hershey's Kisses. And so I just remember, like, trying to steal as many pieces of candy as I could while I was there. So I was so hungry. Yeah. Um, But my job was to, like, fold towels and, like, clean and do all the laundry and uh, 
clean up the manicure and pedicure rooms and they would do like medical pedicures. So they used like fucking razors on people's feet and stuff. And like they got rid of it in one of those little like biohazard boxes. Oh yeah. Where you put needles. Yeah. 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 So we, I had to clean up all this, like the most disgusting, not just like a pedicure, but like the most disgusting pedicures Mm. and manicures and toenails. And one of my least favorite places to clean was the waxing room. Wow. So I would clean up like wax that does not strips sound good. I with don't... people's pubes and shit on them. And how old were you? 15. Appropriate. But I got paid, I think, like $6 an hour, which was above minimum wage at the time. What was minimum wage? It was like, I can't remember, but maybe four seventy-five or $5 or something. In New York? So, state of New York? Yeah, so $6 was really generous, especially yeah. for a 15-year-old. Yeah. And I saved like all that money. It was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. I didn't spend it. Saved it. It was great. But you saved like all. You still like you still have that. In, oh like, yeah, so I have it. <laughs> yeah, I still have it in a box. In a box. I got paid in cash. Trillion. I kept my money in a box. You did? No, I had this see-through wallet. We'll get to that. Oh my god. The see-through wallet. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear about it. What was your first job? I'm like racking my brain. Well, I know one of my first like legit on the books jobs was a little league umpire. Mm. Uh, I did a lot of jobs like babysitting where I wasn't necessarily like getting a paycheck and clocking in and out. It was more of just like, you know, I can babysit. Uh, One of the jobs I did when I was young is, so my mom, I talked about on the podcast before, but my mom used to do a lot of like set art for TV shows. She's an artist and she would get hired by certain shows and, um, you know, uh, studios to do work. And sometimes my mom is a baller. So she would like negotiate with these people and be like, yeah, like I'll do all that. If you can like drop it off in my house and then pick it up when it's done, like I'll do it at home. <laughs> oh my God. Cause she like, she could, she was good enough right. for, you know, for them to just abide by whatever she wanted. So there was one, um, I had said she worked on heroes and there was this one episode of heroes where it was a high school sports scene, like probably a high school football scene because of the cheerleader, I think. And she had to make a bunch of like student made signs that the students were holding in the bleachers, like go team and shit. And she basically brought it home that time. And she was like, Hey Jillian, you want to make 50 bucks? Like just draw like, what you know all these messages on these signs because it was kind of appropriate i was like 13 i was like almost the high school age it looked like it could have been done by me right uh so we spent a couple hours just in my mom's studio just painting and i was like oh i fucked up and she's like oh it's okay it's all good and she like she like made it look right and and then you know we submitted she you know submitted to the people and paid me 50 bucks in cash and then i remember we watched the episode and we got to see some of them on tv which is like the coolest thing ever but uh that was like one of my first ways i ever made money as a kid it wasn't a legit job but it was was for my mom and she included me so that was cool Mm. oh well i mean if we're going that route i used to do yard work for my neighbor we were talking about this with josh how he would pay me in silver dollars and shit (laughs) yeah but i also was like the go-to pet sitter in my neighborhood yeah i never did that and anytime because we didn't have pets because my mom was so allergic Mm -hmm. so anytime someone went out of town i was like hey i'm available if you know you want me to come pet your kitty yeah and uh, I watched a dog named Duke a bunch. Mm. He was the best. And I watched a cat named Shackleton. 
And Shackleton. Yeah, Shackleton, I think. That's a dope name. Like furry, furry, furry kitty. And yeah. uh, he didn't even really like want to hang out with me, but they yeah. would pay me just to go over and like chill at their house and like clean the litter box so that the gig. cat like had a person there. And they would leave like frozen pizzas in the fridge for yeah. me. And like that was great. They lived right next door to me. And one time it was like for, you know, a weekend or something. And they paid me $60 and I came home and I told my mom, I'm like, mom, they gave me $60. She's like, that's great, honey. I'm like, no, that's like, that's like, life that's like triple what I should have <laughs> yeah, gotten paid. Yeah. And I like marched back over there and I was like, I think you made a mistake. And I handed them like $20 back and they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I can't, this is too much money. I don't know what to do with this. And they were like, well, okay. Like all the college kids that we pay have no problem taking 60 bucks. But I remember being like, yeah, but I, I didn't do anything. You're like no other kid ever. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with I know, $60. Fair enough. Good on you. It was for like real. a kid though. Yeah, no, I would have found some. Well, especially the, well, the, the guy that used to live in there would pay me a silver dollar at a yeah, time. Right. So. It's a big, it's like an overwhelming upgrade. I don't know what to do with that yeah. much money. No, for sure. I wasn't going to spend it, but like... Excuse me, I think you paid me a little too much. I don't know what to do. feel right having it. Yeah. Um, I just pet your cat. It's not even worth that much. (laughs) $60 to pet your cat? Fuck, man. Where can I get that job as an adult? Was it a two-way petting suit? Did the pet pat you back? No, he never pet me back. Oh, my God. His brother's here. (gasps) Did he live? Oh, my God, Julian. There's no fucking way he survived that. You guys saw him. He was dead. (gasps) Oh. He's a zombie fly. Ooh, oh my god. No way. The fly is back alive. He's Guys, a zombie fly. And he's noticeably slower. Oh my god, Julian. It's in front of the light. It's in front of the light. Oh my god. You know, any regular people would stop this podcast and start it over, Julian, but we're just gonna let it happen. Oh, bitch! What? <laughs> Did you kill it? I, I, well, I thought I killed it the first time, but his body's over here. I'm gonna make sure he's. Yeah, but where's his spirit? You should let his spirit live, Julian. Where is it? I cannot believe he. Oh, here he is. No! Ah! Ah! Right. Oh, I don't like when he does that. When Julian kills a bug, he doesn't just like hit it and then like take it outside or something. He takes his foot and then like. Can I tell you why I do that? Wishes it across the room. Can I tell you why I do that? Why? We're living it. That's why. I hit him with a thing. I thought I was being nice and he came back from the dead. You gotta <laughs> smush him into the ground so he doesn't have two lives. I know, but there's like spiders and stuff that you kill on the wall and squish it on the wall and there's still like bug parts on parts no, of the wall. You, you clean it. It's okay. So my job. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> uh, man, I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm 100 percent sure that that fly just turned into a zombie. He did though. He did. He you did. guys, you, I gave him a close look at the fly. Like that was a fucking dead ass fly, and uh, he legit is now dead. Right, he's hope. not coming back from. If he dead. comes back, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not. I'm not gonna kill him. I'm gonna freak out. Yeah. So I did a lot of jobs. Sorry, you good? You done? Yeah. Okay. I did a lot of jobs surrounding like Little League when I was a kid because mm. that was like my life. Everyone just was always at the park playing Little League or watching other games, playing Little League, watching other games or working the snack bar. You did that a lot, which is fun because you just snacked on shit the whole time. Uh, but there was this one job that I basically like created for myself, which is really cool. I was like in high school. So this was way after Little League, but I was in high school and I was 
like in love with catching. That was my position. I like found catching to be so fun. Yeah, and... them, them hammies and quads don't lie though, Julian. Oh, thank you, baby. He's got like a jacked lower body. <laughs> even, my upper body even, is shit, but even... my lower body is jacked. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. Even Todrick <laughs> Hall. Can we tell the Todrick story? You can tell the Todrick story. So before Todd, Todrick Hall is like really big on YouTube. He's really big on everything. For those of you who know who he is, if you ever flown Virgin Atlantic, there's a music video and he's, he's the main guy in it. It's a pretty dope video. That's Todrick, but he like Corey, I don't know for that particular, but I imagine he choreographed and wrote the whole song. Like he's just wonderful. Um, he, before he knew that Julian and I were dating, he had seen Julian like at an event. Miranda show. Oh, a Miranda show. And I wasn't there. I forget what I was doing that night, but I couldn't go. Yeah. Was I out of town? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Um, but Todrick had seen and met Julian and sneakily took a picture of your butt because he was like, it's like the best butt ever. And then, you know, months later, he realized that Julian was my boyfriend. And Todrick texted me. He was like, can I tell you something without you getting, like, creeped out? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, here's a, like, I, I don't think he sent me the picture. But he was like, your boyfriend literally has the best butt I've ever seen. Like, I wanted to take a picture of it. Or so, did take a yeah, picture of it. Yeah. And I, like, died fucking laughing. I'm like, dude, I know. And then I took a picture of your butt and sent it to Todrick. I love Todrick. He's very nice, but that's a hilarious story. It's like hilarious. Right? I mean, I love that you just like Jenna came to me and she was dying laughing, like crying laughing to the point where she like couldn't even speak. I was like, what is going on? Who, te- <laughs> who are you texting? Cause she was texting him like, like nonstop. And I was like, what is going on? She was like, yeah. So remember that guy Todrick you met at the show a couple weeks ago? Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I remember him cause I met him. Like we shook hands. We introduced ourselves. He like sat next to me. Um, and she was like, yeah, he took a picture of your butt because he thought it was a really great butt. And now he sent it to me because he now find, found out that we're dating. Uh, it's just a really funny story. Crying, laughing. I just love that he took a picture of it. Like he didn't just like, <laughs> he like wanted, it. He just wanted to see it. Like he wanted to remember <sighs> I was what wearing it jeans. Like. You can't even see my butt. That's what you think. Um, but anyways, anyway, back for, to for, li- back to little league. For those of you that are wondering just how Julian's lower body game strong is, how strong <laughs> your body is, uh, strong your butt game is strong. Yeah, I mean, I, it was the catching, and then I also went through like kind of a deadlifting phase in my life where yeah. all I did was dead. Okay, so I played catcher, <laughs> and I loved catcher. Like I, I, I loved catching to the point where I didn't like. There was a point in my baseball career where I didn't really care to hit. I just wanted to play catcher. I enjoyed it so much, like working on blocks, working on my footwork, working on my speed, everything. It was just so fun and interesting to me. So, uh, I had kids like who were, you know, playing literally with my younger stepbrother and shit like that come to me with their parents say, would you give, you know, my son catching lessons? Um, and I had taken catching lessons when I was like just entering high school, uh, from a guy named Brent Maine. He was a pro catcher for the Royals and a couple other teams. My dad, yeah, my dad hooked that up. I was so, so thankful for that. I mean, that was the craziest experience ever, but basically I had those like couple of lessons. My dad like, you know, paid for it and it was expensive, but I started to give lessons to kids. Like I would, they would come over and we had a little grass area and I would work drills with them and they would pay me well. And I like enjoyed every second of it, you know, cause that, that kind of thing when you are like, you're, you're treated like you're a professional at something, even though you're not like, you just know sort of what's going on. And you help the kids. And there was this one kid I helped 
um, for a while and he was like really struggling. Like he wasn't getting any playing time and I worked with him and I worked with him and then he just started to like kill it. And it was so cool. Like yeah. he hit a home run, I remember, and in Little League. And I was like, dang, like that's awesome. Yeah. So that was like, I would say probably one of my favorite jobs as a kid. It was a pretty cool job. That was a really cool job. Yeah. I don't think I ever had a job in softball. <coughs> like I was always playing and then I was done. Yeah. Like I definitely helped kids. Like we did a bunch of clinics and stuff, but I yeah. was never getting paid. Hmm. Where we would do it, we we would do it more in, in the way of like, well, cause when I was a kid, we would go to like colleges and stuff for summer mm-hmm. camp for softball. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the coolest thing in the world when you're like a, you know, teenager, young teenager, 12, yeah. 13 and college girls are teaching you how it's to the play. Coolest thing ever. Oh my God. That camp was like my favorite thing yeah. in the entire world. And I really wanted to go play there yeah. when I got college age yeah. or whatever. But then I was like, no, I don't, that's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like it's not really what I want for my life. Uh, but I would have loved to do it but um then when we were at suffolk what we would do is we would sell tickets basically to like a suffolk clinic and kids would come and we would teach them you know anything that's well, where we do it as a team but that's we'd badass. use it to fundraise for uniforms and cleats and bats and all that shit yeah so Did, but it was uh, never me personally no that's really cool Although I've been tempted plenty of times. I've been, because uh, I feel like it's, well, okay. So no one has ever reached out to me. I'm relatively underqualified at this point to teach p- pitching lessons. <laughs> but when I was like, you know, my fucking prime man yeah. or like any kind of softball lessons, I would see girls playing softball. Remember in Boston where I showed you where I used to live, that park? Yeah, 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 yeah. There'd be like girls and stuff out there. I'm like, man could really fucking light up that the one that was right near your own yeah, place. Like yeah. Go light up that bitch's life right now. If I just give her some tips, but I, like how insulting yeah. would that be though? If you were like just a kid, you're in a park playing softball and some person came up to you and was like, Hey, you know what you got to do? I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, creepy it, creep. It, it just depends. What, are you watching me through your window? Uh, I mean, it depends. It, you can be, you can take it the wrong way, but you can also be like, "Wow, that person knows what they're talking about." Mm. Oh. Yeah, my dad though, he on his street there was a older man that had played in some ridiculous level of I didn't know it was a thing fast pitch like adult shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he could throw like so underhand if you pitch like in the sixties. That's fast like as fucking fuck. great. Yeah, that's like pro. He would pitch mid seventies. Yeah. And I can't remember honestly what his name was or like some fucking record that he held. Holy but he came shit. over he was like seventy at the time. Oh my God. He came over and was playing catch with us a yeah. couple of times and me and my dad were both just like fucking shitting our pants. That's like crazy. it was bananas yeah. how fast and how hard he could throw it and he gave us some tips. But my dad, for the most part, was the one that taught me because he would just read books. Yeah. And then I didn't get a coach until or like, you know, worked with anybody until I was in middle school. It's really neat. Well, I like how you have, you know, certain issues, but you, you know, you talk to other people and they help you solve those issues. Like, you know, say if you're in the middle of the night trying to fix a problem with your website and you need to talk to someone (laughs) to fix the issue that you're having. (laughs) Squarespace is there for oh, you. Oh, your segues are second Middle of the night. Middle of the night, they will be there for you to help with the issues that you're having, similar to the issues that you have when you don't know how to pitch. That's right. Or catch. Or catch. Or block. Anything. The issues or will get be a solved. Job. So if you wake up at 3 a.m. and you're un- unhappy with how your Squarespace website is going, 
there will be someone there waiting to help you and make it better. True. Squarespace.com is by and far one of the best ways to create a website for yourself, for your business, for a blog, whatever you want, an online store. Um, speaking of which, if you create a website, it'll come with an automatic online store for free. It's included in the website. That's amazing. You get to choose the template, customize how it looks, add pictures, links, your social title, everything. So make it yours. Go to squarespace.com and enter product code JJ at checkout for 10% off of your website cost, which is, uh, it's a nice little, it's a nice little chunk off of what you'd be paying. And Squarespace is, I would say, pretty affordable for the masses. And that's what's great about it. They make it, they democratize it. They make it easy for anyone to have a good looking website. Fantastic. And they're a great supporter of the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. Um, well, I, I mean, this is, this is awesome. Cause like all of our jobs, like surround, I mean, at least a lot of them have surround the sports we played. Well, so like yeah. my next, I, so I'd said I umpired literally. Right. How was that? It was, uh, it was okay. So I was like 12. This was before I was, you know, so doing, you were umping for like little babies. Yeah. So you're like, how does a 12 year old ump? Like aren't 12 year olds playing? No, I was, I was umping something called five pitch. And what five pitches, it was between T-ball and Little League. Wait, so the coaches pitch and stuff? No, I pitched. (laughs) There was a machine set up on the mound, and I fed the balls through the machine. Oh, my God. And you umped? And I umped. Oh, that is the sweetest league ever. So it was called five pitch, and I got hired as an ump. And let me tell you, uh, I was like, this was like so much pressure because – the, the head of the umps in like Santa Monica was like, you know, he hired me and he was a real deal. He umped all my games and I was like, okay, I'm, you're my boss now. Like I'm kind of scared. So I had the duty of feeding the ball into the machine so the kids could hit it, calling strikes or balls, which I mean, how do you call a striker ball when the kid's two foot tall <laughs> and the machine is like a whole 50 feet away, like completely yeah. inaccurate. Anyway, so I had to call strikes or balls, safe and out. But at the same time, I also felt like I kind of had to help the kids, like, right. figure it out. The problems, the biggest problems I ever had were just parents who were, like, taking it way too crazy. Like, uh, there were certain plays where, you know, I would, the kid would slide, but then he would, like, run around and, like, roll around. And then he would technically be safe, but he, like, went out of the baseline and he didn't get attacked. Oh, no. And I'd be like, you're out. And the coach would come running at me, like, I didn't see attack. And I'm like, these kids are fucking six. Like right. they don't even know how to play Let it go. anything, but it would happen way more often than you'd expect. And so I would say that was, uh, for a 12 year old who's still like, you know, I'm just a kid, like having parents like come no, at me. Thank you. That was the scariest, but I think it also made me develop a little, like, you know, stand up for myself a little bit. Cause sometimes, uh, you know, yeah, no dad, yeah, I, I have the power exactly. in this situation. I'm the umpire. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Sir. And, yeah. Yeah. And I remember I would have like talks with my mom and dad, like, you know, like this is intense. Like I like it, but it's intense. And they would just be like, yeah, I got to hold your ground. And then my parents would come watch me ump. They would come to the games that I was umping and watch. I had a blue shirt with a patch and everything. And then, you know, I graduated into umping Little League when I got older. So like I was behind the plate for a couple games, which was really, really fun. You know, you're wearing the mask and I love that because it was like catching sort of, you know, you're back there. But yeah, um, umpiring was was uh, one of the main jobs I had as a kid. That's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've never been an umpire. I don't want that pressure on my life. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you learn really fast that 
I always say this, like I use this as an example, like an analogy for other th- situations in life, but in life, but, um, an umpire is like <laughs> when you, like when you're an umpire, the most you can please everyone is when you're completely invisible. So when you're doing your job right, nobody notices you. But when you make one small mistake, that's when people pay attention to you, which is a very odd dynamic, you know, coming from an athlete when, you know, it's very different. And so like, you're never going to please everyone. You're always going to piss someone off. And if you don't piss anyone off, you will be completely invisible. That's really great. Yeah. I even got so into it because I did it for like maybe a year and a half that I went to a Dodger game. Which is an eternity when you're 12. (laughs) Absolutely. I probably did it for longer, but I went to a Dodger game and it was like, I think it was like with my little league team or some of the little league team. And I got to meet the pro umpire for that game because he came over and I was with, I was like with my mom and he came over and my mom like got his attention was like, Hey, my son's like a junior umpire. Would you like to meet? And he like signed something for me. And now I'm on some newsletter still. I get emails from the association still saying like, you know, here's our monthly news or whatever. But I was like stoked to meet a major league umpire. Yeah. I bet you made that guy's day. Honestly. Maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, he, I feel like he never gets that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, nobody goes up to an umpire and is like, hey, ump, you're really great. Can exactly. I get your autograph? They're exactly. Like, Fuck you, May, sir. I, I never thought about it like that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. You probably made his day. He felt so special. Thanks, Blue. That's right, Blue. Yeah. Do you have any more? Well, I mean, I did a, well, I was a camp counselor for years and that sort of thing. But when I, I was trying to think of things that I did when I was younger, like around that age. But I think when I was a little bit younger than that, and this wasn't really a job because I wasn't getting paid, Mm. but I was an altar server for so long. Mm -hmm. And I used to do, like, Julian, you're what? Your mom's Jewish. My mom, yeah, so I'm Jewish. Yeah, Yeah. but, like, you didn't grow up going to church, did you? I went to church a couple times, but, no, I didn't. Did you you guys go to temple ever? A couple times for, like, holidays. Like, you know, it's Yom Kippur right now. We would go as a a kid when I was... Well, my dad and my mom would take us to different churches. Uh, my mom would take us like into the city and like they had a fucking choir, like peace be with you took like a half an hour. It was, we call it like party church. Like it was fucking awesome. And then my dad took us to like a, a much more traditional church. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I, I was an altar server at my dad's church. And so, like, I would get my little, like, schedule printout, and, uh, I, you know, I would do, like, a 7 a.m. mass and, like, a 9.30 mass. So I was, like, busy, you know, like, stuff yeah. to do on Sunday. And, um, <laughs> like, we had our robes, and we had to wear, like, tassels, and we left them at the church. Yeah. But I remember the most shocking thing to me. So your duties include, like, you know, you sit through the whole mass, you, like, carry staffs and, like, you know, you wash the priest's hands before he gives out the communion and stuff. But you go into the – I don't know if I'm supposed to be telling. Maybe there's a lot of, like, secrets and stuff. Did like, you sign an NDA? Because you didn't <laughs> fuck them. Just kidding. But so you go into the back. And it was my job to get the wine ready and all the water to wash the priest's hands and the communion. And the communion comes in a box and they look like fucking crackers. Mm. They're like basically Jesus crackers. <laughs> Jesus crackers. So you like you when you're eating it like yeah. during the mass, like you're eating the body of Christ or whatever. Got it. Yeah. But I was like, I remember just looking at this box being like, 
Well, I guess I never thought about like how the church gets the communion. <laughs> like it goes, it's a box of crackers. I was just was like, my just mind like, was blown. It was like appeared in. Well, yeah, the I never, I just never, ever, ever thought well, like how the church gets yeah. communion yeah, and where yeah, yeah. it comes from. Yeah. It's just at church. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just it's like opening this sleeve of like Ritz Jesus crackers and putting it in this like beautiful goblet and like, you know, carrying it out in my little tray to the mass or whatever. Oh but the worst, I talked about this in a video I did recently. The worst was like there was a special mass. I, it was like Easter or something. And, you know, they don't really, after you get the feel of like, you know, mass, that's like, that's what you do every week. And mm. then you're pro at it, yeah. you know, but I was young. It was like you know, nine or 10 or mm-hmm. something. Um, but one day it was a special mass and everyone like the, the sisters, nuns or whatever, but it was like kind of stressed out. Like the priest is kind of stressed out. Yeah. Like a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I think they, they got to give a good, like little speech, like mm. sermon or whatever you call it. And, uh, they didn't really give us much instruction. And one of the, the priests or something handed me this giant like chain with a giant, it was like this big, like, you know, no. like a large grapefruit size ball. <laughs> and he fucking gets a massive lighter and just like lights it. And he goes, all right, carry this today. Like when you do your little yeah. go in the thing. And it's a giant ball of incense. And it is like so intense. It is fucking like filling up my entire face. So I'm walking and holding it out in front of me (laughs) and I'm just getting dizzier and dizzier and dizzier. Like (laughs) on incense. Well, cause I used to sort of faint sometimes as a kid. I don't really know why. Like I got tested for like anemia and that sort of thing. I was always kind of like just like a fainty kid. Like we used to just watch like cartoons and shit that would make me feel like fainty like yeah. i would pass out if i had my blood drawn yeah 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 like i'm just a fainty kid and so i'm just like carrying it and like you're starting to see that like grainy black like oh you know you, you know you're about to fucking pass yeah, out yeah and i like kept it together and like thank god we like stopped or like the procession part was like over so someone like came and took it and like hung it up on the wall and i was just <laughs> you just took I was, a giant like, breath of in air. my like little robe like <sighs> Oh my god, you're such a hivey little kid. I know, like, I so was. Fainty. I know, and I totally, you know, never in a million years, because you're like under a lot of stress during yeah. those things. Like, you don't want to mess it up. Like, yeah. you're in a room full of adults. Like, looking back now, I totally could have been like, hey, can someone take this? I'm not feeling so good. But I couldn't. Oh it was god. like, I was at work. That's like, like adorable, but like heartbreaking at the same time. Like, I would have been like, oh my god, that kid's gonna fucking <laughs> That faint. kid's gonna fucking eat it oh right my now. God. Uh, but we were, I did like some church plays. Like I took that shit seriously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I did when I was like that age. That's awesome. I was an altar server. It's really cute. It's really cute. Sorry. Jesus crackers. Jesus. Where did they come from? Did they just get them from the Jesus store? I think so. Um, well, I mean, if you guys have any funny job experiences that you want to share with us, we'd love to read them in the comments. Um, because, uh, because old jobs are funny. Well, yeah, old jobs are funny. Were you ever a camp counselor? Did you ever go to camp? Um, not sleepaway. You never went to sleepaway camp? No, I don't think I did. Really? No. Did you go to like day camps? Like, what did you do in the summer? Yeah, no, I did did, baseball. Yeah, sports camps, and I played. I did baseball camps. I did sports camps, like all sports, and then I did like after the age of like twelve, I would go to like clinics Mm. a lot, which is like college put them on or whatever organization had the resources would 
put those on. But yeah, they were all really sports oriented. I never did sleepaway camp. I only just like went camping with my family, but never went sleepaway camp. Did you ever want to go to sleepaway camp? Yeah, I think I did. I just, I don't know why I never did. Maybe I did. Honestly, maybe I did. And I'm just forgetting (laughs) it because I feel like I forget so much about my childhood. But um, no, like I don't, I don't really remember going to sleepaway camp. I went to like a couple I had a lot of friends who did ones. it. Yeah. yeah. Though yeah. I went to one that I really didn't like. It was like the popular one yeah. or like a really popular camp. My mm-hmm. brother liked it, but yeah. I didn't like it at all because it just felt like a long extended version of middle school that ran through the summer. Yeah. Like it was clicky and like, you yeah. know. Yeah. But then I went to an all girls like leadership camp and that place was the bomb. Because yeah. we would just sit around and like talk about our feelings all day. It's mm-hmm. like it's like teenage girl heaven. Yeah. You know, sounds fun. You like to just you you go and you're just like sullen all day, but like you're with other sullen teenagers, so then you get to feel better. Sullen half, right? Yeah, I was a dramatic teenager. Yeah, I think all teenagers were dramatic teenagers. But I was a camp. Like one of my favorite jobs ever to this day was being a camp counselor. Yeah, like working with kids. So my favorite. You know, I think I might have done like a day camp counselor, Mm. but I never did sleepaway camp counseling. I never did sleepaway camp counseling. I was only a day camp. Yeah, you know, I think my day counselor. camp counseling was the YMCA. I think I did that. Or the Boys and Girls. I can't remember what, where it was, but it was one of those places. I worked at the Boys and Girls Club, too. Yeah. High five. I love the Boys and Girls Club. Boys and Girls Club was the best. I used to go and watch all the basketball games at the Boys and Girls Club because it was just like my, it was so much fun. Like you watch. The one in Santa Monica? Mm-hmm. The one that's like right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, on Lincoln. That's awesome. That's been there forever. Has it really? Yeah, I mean, what a location that one's in. Crazy. Huh? I used to get a cup of noodles and sit in the audience and watch games for hours, and I loved it. Really? I can't eat it now, but when I was a kid, I was like, cup of noodles and basketball, let's do it. Where I grew up, the like the place to go, like if you're a kid and hang out, was the YMCA or mm-hmm. the JCC. Yeah, ours was the Boys Girls Club or yeah. the YMCA. Dude, the YMCA was gross, but the JCC was the fucking bomb. Hmm. Oh, my God. You didn't have to be Jewish to fucking go and hang That's out awesome. there either. Same with the Boys and Girls Club. It's right. like a what's Christian club, right? Or, well, YMCA is. The YMCA is, Boys yeah. and Girls Club. Boy, yeah, they're right. I mistook that. Yeah, so. But, yeah. That's, I know. It's the same thing. I love that. It was the best. Yeah. Like, the, we used to go at, like, after school, we'd go to the JCC and, like, hang out in, like, the teen center or whatever. Yeah. Or you like go swimming, you go to the fucking get some snacks. Like it was just very friendly yeah. to kids, like to have a place to go after school. Yeah, there so was you're this, not like causing trouble and shit. Uh, we also had after school programs that were similar, like, you know, stay after school and there was like games you could play and, you know, oh, counsel. Yeah. We there had was those this- before school too. Did yeah, you ever have those before? I, I, I only did them after school, so I don't know. But thinking about that as an adult, like what a drunk thing to do as like right? a teacher. Before like class. you you telling me I have to be here at four thirty in the morning so motherfuckers can play war ball and dodgeball Shouldn't and shit? everyone be sleeping right now? Yeah. There was this game, I don't I, I don't fucking remember what it's called, but it was like this board and it was on like a stand and it was like pool. You had this stick and there were these little pucks that you hit around and you hit them and there was like this map on the 
Dude, if I see a picture of that, that would be that? like nostalgia central. If any of you know what I'm is talking about. Is it a about, small board? No, it's like, you know, it's it's the size of like maybe half a pool table. Yeah. And it's, you know, like a wood board and there's like a map on it. And then there's like wood little planks that direct, you know, different things. And the goal is to like do certain things or get your pucks in certain areas to get more points. But we had those at the after school program and we would play that for hours on end. Like hours. I would go home when it was dark. I've literally never heard of such I think a it might have been a, either a West Coast thing or a different time gap thing but if any of you know what i'm talking about send me a picture and i'll nostalgia my face off because i know exactly i see it in my head like what it looks like i probably draw a picture of it but you should try and find one so we can play it I'll oh play my it. god i would love to have one of those we used to play like a lot of mancala mancala do you know I what that mancala is with the yeah the mar- not marbles they're little jewels yeah. and you drop them in the dude you know who used to fucking crush that game and Devin. cheat Devin, my brother used to yeah. fucking cheat so bad he's amazing at all games though, he's so. amazing at cheating and then accusing <laughs> you of cheating oh my god when he i love watching him play games with your mom like that's the funniest thing he well my mom cheats too because well, he that's the thing like she'll cheat or like even if it's on accident she'll do something that she's oh supposed, please okay i'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt you you can do <laughs> you've seen my mom cheat she'll she just like no, but, then Devin, but then Devin like, just no. like then Devin just like has none of it yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> so funny I'm just so like I I can't cheat. I feel too bad. I can never. I felt bad prank calling people last night. I know I felt terrible, but like most of them, I think got it. And yeah, were laughing yeah. by the end of it. We edited a lot. Someone of that. created a YouTube account called Adam from Lumber and commented no. on that video. Yeah, <laughs> Adam from Adam from Lumber. Lumber. So good. Oh my God. Uh, but like I said, guys. Hit us up in the comments with your funny job stories because we'd love to read them. Yeah, I want to read them. It's um, really funny. Yeah, for sure. And good, yeah, good good little reminiscing of our jobs. Uh, thanks to Squarespace again for pon- uh, sponsoring our podcast. Thank you, Squarespace. As always, Squarespace, we love you. Uh, like uh, I said this last time, Squarespace sponsored us. Tweet us your Squarespace websites if you have them because I love checking them out. Um, Squarespace is very popular, so I've seen a lot of people who... A already had websites for Squarespace or B got them from our podcast. Right. But um send or us those you, websites and send us your before and after pictures <laughs> yeah. of when send us your personal blog and then your and after, then your Squarespace. after Squarespace website. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> beautiful templates, easy design, customer sport twenty four seven, squarespace.com, enter JJ at checkout for ten percent off your website. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. And thanks um, for this shirt. Yeah. Shirt's comfortable. So is this shirt, but this is hook grip, not Squarespace. <laughs> hook grip for the win. Yes, hook grip. Um, but thanks, guys, for watching and listening yeah. and hanging out. I'll see you guys next week for another J&J podcast. Yeah, good podcast. <laughs> pop up. Later, guys. Okay, bye, friends. See you later. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> do I get a high five you or are you just going to ignore me? Uh, how much do I have to high five? <laughs> <laughs> later, guys. Bye.